This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Welcome to the Field Goals Podcast. I'm Brandon Schultz. The NFL Combine is going on this week, and week three of the XFL is in the books. Joining us to talk about both is Seattle Dragons cornerback Steve Williams. He was selected by the San Diego Chargers in round five of the NFL draft in 2013 out of UC Berkeley, where he was named defensive MVP of the California Golden Bears that season. Steve, welcome to the show. Hey, guys. Thanks for having me. So last year, you got back into professional football as part of the AAF for the Salt Lake Stallions, and, and now you're with the Seattle Dragons. What's it been like now to play in three different professional football leagues? It's been a journey. It's uh, every league was different, and you know um, they had a different set of rules, so uh, you have to make that adjustment. But overall, it's been a fun experience. What are some of the adjustments that you have to make uh, between the the three different leagues? Well, so in the AAF, you couldn't blitz the quarterback. You couldn't bring more than you couldn't bring a secondary guy or something like that. So you know the quarterback had more time to throw the ball. In this league, you can blitz. The kickoff is a little different, and the, the, the double passes um, kind of confused you a little bit, but they can throw the ball twice if they're behind the line of scrimmage. Um, the punt is different. You know, the jammers, uh, the, the, uh, the gunners have to wait a little bit to release until the ball is kicked. It's, it's just a little bit of adjustment, but it, it makes the league fun, I, I can tell you that. Yeah, I got to say, Steve, when the double pass came into play for the XFL, I imagined it looking a lot different than we got to see this past Saturday in the game against Dallas. One of your linemen bats the ball up in the air. Somehow it makes it back into the hands of Landry Jones, and he's able to complete the pass on the second attempt. <sighs> that was just a wild play. That was yeah, that was bizarre. That was, that was, I, I thought it was a flag <laughs> initially. I'm like, that's a flag, right? But they, the refs got together, and they talked about it, and they said that, it's illegal because of the double pass, and it worked out for them, but it didn't work out for us. I didn't like that too much. No, no, I, I didn't like watching it either. But, uh, you know, I, I do want to talk a little more XFL, but with the NFL Combine this week, Steve, you know, I, I want to talk about your experience just back in 2013 leading up to it. and Because, you know, you had an outstanding performance at the Combine. You know, what was it like in those weeks leading up to the NFL Combine? What were some of the things that you were preparing for? Well, so I, I trained in Michael Justin performance and McKinney. Uh, it was a lot of de- attention to detail, you know, as far as technique for the 40, you know, they're filming it and your diet had to change because you only have so much time to get ready. So you're on a very strict diet and the you know, workouts, you're working out two times a day. And it's, it, 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 you know, it gets you going and it gets you ready for the combine. So you were tip top shape and you're ready to run, you're ready to move and uh, do your best. Well, part of that preparation, it led you to get a 40 and a half inch vertical, which was tied for first among all corners that year. Top five in the 2013 class yeah. overall. You were top five uh, with a 128 broad jump among the corners. 
How did you feel coming out of the combine about your performance that year? Well, I was happy with some things. I felt like some things I could have did better or I maybe should have paid a little bit more focus to. But uh, overall, I felt pretty good about it. Um, you know, it's always things you can work on with football. So, you know, as a competitor, you always think you can do a little something better. But overall, I felt pretty good. And, you know, it led to me getting drafted. Part of that 2013 Chargers draft that included DJ Fluker in the first round, Keenan Allen also drafted out of Cal in the third round by the Chargers. Were there any moments from that entire combine experience that have really stuck with you? So we did like a, a catching circuit at the end. That was kind of cool. Like it was just like, you know, all of the secondary, we were all together. We just, whoever just dropped the ball is out. And, you know, it was just, it was kind of cool. I remember that uh, the most and just being around a lot of, you know, guys that were hungry just as much as you to get to the, to the NFL and you around the best players and, you know, even some of the Hall of Famers that are out there. It's just like a great experience for football for anybody that loves football. A lot of times, you know, we hear particularly through the interview process at the combine that there's some strange things that tend to get asked through that process that might be unusual. Are, are there any questions that you remember coming up that have stuck with you? Uh, not too much. It was, it was pretty generic. I mean, they just wanted to know your background and a little bit about the history, um, how you grew up and stuff like that. And I'm not, I'm, I'm sure that they kind of know already, but they just want to ask you to see what's your answer. You were drafted in round five by the Chargers. You were also drafted by the Seattle Dragons in the fourth round when the defensive backs were being selected. What was the XFL draft experience like for you? Uh, it was it was fun. I mean, you you know, I got a few calls before the draft, kind of similar to the NFL draft. You get some calls, and you know, they just kind of filling you out and kind of letting you know we might draft you. So it was kind of similar in that aspect, but um, it, uh, of course, it's different. But um, it was a great experience, you know, getting drafted to Seattle. I, I had never really been to Seattle except when you know I played Washington, and you know. Uh, but it, it, was, it was a great experience. Of course, you had a chance to play in Seattle when you were here with San Diego in the NFL preseason with both teams in close proximity. So what's that experience like now, especially coming off back-to-back home games? What's been the vibe around the stadium with the fans? Well, the fan base is amazing. I mean, uh, and I actually do recall playing um, here when I was with the Chargers. So it was, it was a, a incredible feeling then also. I mean, just having the NFL, you know, fans there was incredible. And the XFL fans are great too because, you know, they, we had the season, uh, we hold the record, you know, for uh, opening week. So that, that, that's amazing. So I couldn't help but noticing watching the XFL, uh, like this last weekend, when one of your teammates had an interception this past week, he threw on a ski mask. What's the significance of that, and where did that come from? Um, um, so that I guess is more like uh, we're taking something from the offense. So it, I guess, it signifies something like that. Yeah, <laughs> it's like the idea that you are taking something from uh, somebody that's trying to do offense. I guess. Yeah, is that any kind of motivator though for for you guys to to try and get more? Is that uh, is that like a coveted type of thing now to to get to throw that mask on? I guess so. I mean, I, I guess it's um, 
you know, the secondary came up with it. Um, and I guess we, we're sticking with it. And it has led to turnovers, actually. I, I, you know, I, I we don't want to veer away from it because it, it has led to turnovers. And it's like a motivation for us. I think you need to convince those guys to come up with, because, you know, one and a half sacks for you in that game against the Vipers. I, I think there's got to be something, you know, because sacks, interceptions, you know, they both have big impacts on the game. I, I, I think you need a little bit, uh, you need to come up with something for, for the sacks as well. I know, I know. I need to get with the D-linemen and see what, what they like to do. Um, but yeah, I, I'll, I'll try to do that. Now that you know, in my head, I'll try to run it by them and see if they, we can come up with a celebration. I got to tell you, Steve, you've got me fired up for the Saturday's game now. I'm going to be watching for you guys to get some sacks on Jordan Tayamu. Let's take a quick break and come back. I want to talk about an amazing game that you had in the 2015 season against the soon-to-be Super Bowl champs and talk about a health issue that you've been having to work back from that knocked you out of the NFL in 2016. We'll talk about that next. Week four of the XFL season is coming up this weekend, and Steve Williams, cornerback for the Seattle Dragons, joins the show. Steve, I was looking back on your NFL career, and there was one game that really jumped out at me. January 3rd, 2016, the Chargers are playing in a Week 17 matchup against the Denver Broncos, the final week of the season. Denver would ultimately go on to win the Super Bowl over the Carolina Panthers. And in that last game of the regular season, you had a sack, you had two forced fumbles, you had an interception all in the same game. Is that a game that still stands out to you in your career? Yeah, I mean, I thought about that game a lot. I mean, that's my best game in the NFL. I mean, I, you know, I tried to bring some of that, you know, last week, last weekend, uh, I unfortunately had to get a sack fumble or interception, but I, I felt like the intensity was there. So, yeah, I, I do think about that game a lot. What felt better, sacking the quarterback or picking him off? I like hitting the quarterback. That, that just It's just something about, you know, sacking the quarterback and putting a hit on him. It just makes him a little bit more worried. So now he might throw some interceptions. In 2016, kind of that same year, but then the following season, you were you were playing for the Chargers. They let you go. The Rams picked you up. They let you go. You went back to the Chargers, and then ultimately you were back with the Rams. And then yeah. that season, you were diagnosed with a thyroid condition. What uh, what went through your mind when when that came about? Well, when that came about, I just thought, I mean, maybe I'll, maybe it's time for me to stop playing football. You know, maybe kind of start looking at something different, and then I kind of. So, and I was still hungry to play football. So I was trying to figure out what's the best way to handle that condition. And then I got with some good doctors and they told me that, yeah, you, you know, you're still young and you still can play football. We just got to adjust a few things that you're doing. So um, I did that. And ultimately I got back in playing football. I got in the AF and and I kickstarted me. And now I'm in XFL and I'm playing well. So I feel pretty good. I feel good and I'm maintaining my game, which is great. So are there any lingering concerns then uh, about that condition that while you play, are there specific things that you still have to watch? Or is this something that you you have or can recover from and have behind you? Yeah, I really feel like it's behind me. I haven't had any concerns or anything that came up that made me feel 
different. Um, I'm still hungry. I'm still fast. I'm still doing all the things that I used to do. And I'm a much better player now. So it's, I know how to handle things better. You know, so. Well, you're three games into the season now. The Dragons are one and two. You lost the opening game on the road. You, you lost the last game here in Seattle. And now looking forward, what are some of your goals here uh, moving forward with this XFL season? Well, I, the ultimate goal is to be in the championship game. So this this game we're playing this week is very important to, you know, balance the record out. Um, so that's the, that, that's the most important thing. So we're just going week to week and trying to get a W, be 1-0 for the week, and, and then move on to the next team. So. Right now, that's what we're focused on, and I think that's what we have to do. We have to win this week. So, obviously, playing in Seattle, working with Coach Jim Zorn, you know, what's it like to to play for Coach Zorn, especially a guy where you look up in the stadium and there's his name in the Ring of Honor? I mean, that's amazing in itself, just to know that he's in the ring. He's in the Ring of Honor right now, so it's like, I mean, you have mad respect for that, and that's just. Um, amazing accomplishment in his life. So, and he's, you know, he's a really good coach. You know, he just, we're just having a tough time right now and, uh, and he's going to help us through it. And I believe that we'll get on the right track. Yeah, you guys got plenty of time to bounce back for the season. So I, I have to ask you too, as a former charger and kind of watching what things are going on in the NFL this season, when you heard that Philip Rivers is going to be a free agent this offseason and, and might be playing in another uniform besides the Chargers, uh, is, does that seem weird to you at all? Yeah, yeah. So it started with Eric Weddle when you know when I was there. So it was like Eric Weddle's leaving the team. Like I can't believe this. And now it's Philip is like this is crazy. So um, it is. It is that is a shocker because you know he's he's been the face of the franchise for so long. So. I mean, to see him playing somewhere else is like, where would he play at? Or, you know, where would he go? And, you know, will he still have that energy that he brought with the Chargers? Yeah, that's really one of the biggest, that's one of the biggest stories right now. Well, Steve, uh, really want to thank you for coming on and, you know, looking forward to following you throughout the season. You know, it's it's been fun, especially as someone who watches the, the Seattle Seahawks, you know, watching the Seattle Dragons and, and the defense that you guys have put together, seeing the the passion around getting the turnovers, and you guys, gosh, you have you got a lot of guys, especially you know NFL caliber talent on that defense. Is there any talk among amongst yourselves of you know is this kind of a stepping stone to get back to the NFL, or do you think to as a group more of you know here's here's a group of players that you know we really want to try and do something special here in our time in Seattle. Right. I I think that's exactly what we're doing. We're just trying to make something special here in Seattle while we're here and try to make the best of it and, you know, give the fans the best experience they can have. Well, Steve, uh, we are going to be rooting for you here in Seattle and uh, really appreciate you coming on. If people want to follow you on social media, anything you got coming up that you want to let people know about, where do they go? Uh, actually, I don't have social media. I try to stay off of it because it's just, too much for me <laughs> so uh, <laughs> so yeah that's 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 how it works well steve a big thanks i really appreciate you making the time and thanks to the seattle dragons for helping set that up so you can come on the show 
with the combine this week. I thought it'd be fun to have someone who performed well come on and talk about their experience there. Week four for the Dragons. Seattle is going back on the road to take on the St. Louis Battlehawks. That's going to be this Saturday, 2 p.m. Pacific time on Fox. Later this week on the podcast, Pete Carroll and John Schneider are going to be talking to the media before TV coverage of the on-field drills begin this week. I'll have a show covering that this week, as well as some of the big storylines that come out of the combine. Subscribe to the show, sbnation.com slash NFL podcasts. If you want to help support the show, you can go to glow.fm forward slash flock. I'll talk to you again later this week. Until then, go Hawks.